0: welcome back to another episode of camp time is real time i am your host sarah Labrec and we are getting very close to camp it's so wonderful it's the end of june it's all happening you guys today we are lucky to have ashley spencer who was a camper and a counselor from 2003 until 2014 so she was a third-session camper, which is a unique perspective. And she rose up through the ranks and um, eventually was a head counselor in archery. So we had a really good chat about um, all of the ways that perhaps she should have known her, her spot as a CIT was probably secured. Um, and it, it was just really cool hearing about how... Um, You know, she went from a, in her words, a relatively unknown camper to, you know, being a head counselor. It was great. Um, So this is a really fun episode, and I think you're going to enjoy it. I am getting really, really excited for the start of camp because it is coming, you guys. And I'm assuming you're all listening to this podcast the moment it drops. So this, not to worry about the timestamp, but that's where we find ourselves. So this is a good one. You're going to enjoy it. Um, come on the pod. Love to hear from you, especially if you're getting that camp spirit now. It's uh camptimefcdc at gmail.com. Um, or give us a follow, camptime underscore real time on Instagram and TikTok. All right. For now, here is Ashley. And I texted Katie Crowley and I go, Did you have Ashley Spencer in your tribe? And she goes, I have no idea. And I'm like, so I wouldn't Yeah. She-
1: she was my very first head counselor. I had her, I joined as a Micmac, and Mm -hmm. she was my counselor, but was only ever a third session camper. So I never expected anybody to remember me. Um, And I was only a camper for three years. So it's funny. Um, Mike Cowell is one of my very good friends. And he says all the time, he's like, Oh, remember when? And I'm like, Mike, I wasn't there. Um, And so he's, he's called it the like Mandela effect. So he got married this fall. I was invited, but I couldn't go because my cousin was getting married the same day and I was in the wedding, which Mm. was devastating to me. I really wanted to be at the Cowell wedding.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Um,
1: (laughs) But so a couple of us got together for like a Friendsgiving. We did a camp themed Friendsgiving. Um, That was actually fun. And uh, we had to bring like cookout food. Um,
0: Who, hold on. Who was at (laughs) this? Tell me Um, all about it. This is amazing.
1: So, um, Mike Cowell, Lauren um, Siegel, and Julia Warren and I are be- still very close. So we're kind of like the four little amigos. Um, and we hadn't, with COVID, like just hadn't seen each other in a long time. And we were trying to um, think of something to do. So Lauren was like, well, I'll host a Friendsgiving. I don't know whose idea it was, but they were like, let's make it camp themed. So we were all for it. And we're like, yeah, let's, we'll make a cookout themed, bring your favorite cookout food. So there was chicken nuggets, mozzarella sticks, um pigs in a blanket I yeah there was way too much food for four people of course (laughs) we really got into it um yeah desserts were provided there was bug juice like we went all out
0: oh my god was it that was this year
1: that was this year yeah
0: That's amazing.
1: But yeah, while we were there, Mike was, they were talking about the wedding and Mike was like, you were there, Ashley. I'm like, I, you know, I was not. And he, but he thinks I was there, which I will take as long as he thinks I was there, but I'm like, I was not in attendance. (laughs) Um, So similarly, there are a lot of camp people who are like, oh, remember this? I'm like, no, I wasn't there.
0: Yeah. But that's kind of like a, a, a testament to the impact you, you left. Because people assume that you were there, just like, oh, she must have been. Like, when I think of camp, I think of Ashley. She was there.
1: I mean, I will always take that, and I I do. I take it as a compliment. I'm like, all right, if you you think I was there, cool, great. Like, I'll roll with it.
0: Do you remember how you, like, came to be at camp? Like...
1: So, I... I guess my mom had like known about fcdc for a while i'm from franklin i honestly grew up like five minutes away from camp i never knew about it (laughs) and um so i probably would have been like 10 and you know, the catalog came through and my sister's a year younger than me, we were looking through it we're like this place looks really cool. And my mom's like, Oh, you want to go there? Like, I always thought you guys wouldn't be interested. Full disclosure, my grandparents like lived on the beach. So we spent most of our summer at my grandparents in the pool, yeah. the beach. So my mom was like, I just never thought you guys want to do summer camp because we spend all of our time there. Yeah. Um, so we signed up for it. I had a couple um, friends from school who also signed up for it. So there was like two or three of my girlfriends who did it. Um, Which which made it worthwhile. I think if I just did it alone, like going into it, I don't know if I would have loved it. But the fact that I had other girls there that I knew and we were experiencing it, everything for the first time, yeah. it made it okay. And anyone um, we would know? No,
0: no, okay, no,
1: unfortunately,
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I mean, I definitely loved camp the most, like even out of my sister. Yeah. Um, so I was of my friend group, the only one to apply to be a CIT. Oh, okay. Um, nice. yeah.
0: Yeah, well that's, I, I think, and did you, you went just third session like throughout the whole Just time? third
1: session. Um, and that was kind of the reason we had other things going on. And my mom was like, yeah, it works. Like pretty much right before school, I'll send you guys off to camp. And then yep. we have a week in between and you're off to school type of deal.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So, you know, I love that we went third session. Cause it's funny. Kyle talked about it in his podcast, but he was saying that as a camper, everyone loves third session. And I'm mm-hmm. glad that that was kind of my experience. Cause I feel like I just got from a camper perspective, like all the big should do.
0: Yeah. The, well, that was in the, the, the peak of like carnival day, right? Oh, and for that, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: T- yeah, exactly. Carnival day. Like oatmeal was my favorite thing as a camper. Like there was just so much going on. Um, pizza day was a tie-dye oh my god I loved tie-dye
0: wow this is amazing yeah, so, yeah. um
1: yeah, yeah People... the, like arts and craftsy girl in me like absolutely fell in love with tie-dye so I think there was just so many things that we did in third session that was supposed to be like celebrating the end of the summer type of deal that like isn't done in first and second now that there's not other things that get done but just the things that I really enjoyed were in the third
0: Yeah, it was probably, it was like, if you're only going to be there for two weeks, like, it's just like the concentration of things right there, you get, you get pretty much everything. You you said you like out of your friend group were like all in, like more so than them. And you applied to be a CIT. Did you like, was there any, where you like, oh, I don't know. I'm not a six weeker. I might not get it. Like, were you nervous? Oh, for sure. Like, I
1: definitely... I mean, I would have been little, obviously applying, but I definitely remember saying to my mom, like I, and even her, she was like, you probably won't get it, but like, might as well try. Sure. And I think we've just, my family has always had a very realistic output <laughs> on <online. Sure>. life. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> so knowing that like, yeah, there's people that go there for six weeks I grew up here. Like nobody knows who I am at this point. Yeah. Um, and I got it and I was floored because at the time, you know, I think they said they had like 25 applicants. They only picked 10 so I was, I was so shocked, but honestly, like as a camper, I was always that kid who like picked up after, like, I just, I was such a goody two shoes in my own life that like, yeah. I think I was the pinnacle of like a good camper and therefore like, oh, this will translate to be a CIT.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: I was not a problem child by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, was yeah. worthwhile in my CIT years.
0: Yeah, core core attribute, I would say. Um, yeah. <laughs> what? Who? Who were some of the the people in your like CIT class?
1: So it's funny, like going into my first years of CIT, you know, orientation, everyone's sitting in the tent, um, and you have to like the first day you partner up and everyone does introductions. I remember looking around and obviously I recognized heads and stuff from when I was a camper, but I remember looking around and I was like, I don't know anybody my age. So um, because I like kind of had a weird camp experience where my camp friends were my own friends from real life right i didn't like create these relationships as a camper so i went into it and i was like i don't know anybody and god bless whatever head was like this porcy ID and like right, yeah. up with me <laughs> um but liz fernandez was my year not honestly not many people my year stuck around very long i think i was the only person my year who made it to a head
0: how did you mike Lauren and Julia become like tight? Were That's you... a great
1: question. Cause yeah. the three of them, they would have been a year older than me.
0: Okay. Um,
1: I wish I knew exactly how, but I think like Julia took me under her wing and her and Mike were really good friends. Yeah. And just like kind of growing up through camp, Lauren and Mike were really good friends and in high school and stuff. I mean, the amount of times we just like be at Mike's house hanging out or like, I don't know, doing all the like shenanigans that you do as a high schooler. Sure. doing absolutely nothing. Yep, yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, I, I wish I was like, oh, there was this defining moment where, and I like, could we have been put in a competition together or I have no idea.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I believe, I believe it. Cause my, so like Katie Crowley, Katie and Katie Bell and I are still very close and I couldn't pinpoint the moment that we were like, yes, we are all best friends now. Right. It just, it's like.
1: And I don't know how it happened. And it's funny, you like go back through, because this would have, by the time I was a CIT, this was like the start of Facebook, where like everybody needed to like document everything they did. So I literally have like FCDC 07 Session 1 albums on Facebook that are now private that like nobody needs to see more because they're that embarrassing.
0: Sure. (laughs) Um,
1: But you kind of like go back through and, it's like, oh, I was friends with them like even way back then as a CIT, but I don't know how.
0: That so that's really interesting to me because I always wondered in the in the like the social media era, because you can stay in touch with your camp friends, right? Mm-hmm. Like after it ends. So like with us, like it would end and you know, all of my friends from camp would be in different towns. And then it would just be like, see you next year. <laughs> like, right. That, like that's it. And I just And honestly,
1: it was like, this was the time of AIM. So I distinctly remember like in the morning before camp, like messaging all my friends and you know, my mom would be like, Ashley, Ashley, we, you got to get in the car we got to go. And it's like, I'm going to see these people in a half hour, but we're still like, what are you doing today? What are you wearing? Like excited for this competition? I don't even know. Um, So AIM was a thing. And then yeah, everyone just like Facebook friended each other. So you could stay in contact at a season and you know, it wasn't nearly to the extent we were at camp, but there were a few times where we would kind of do like a bigger outing in like the fall. We were always really good about doing something in the fall and then it like filtered out, but somebody would be like, oh, my parents said everyone could come over and there'd be like 20 kids in somebody's basement and we'd watch a movie Um, or it'd be like somebody's birthday and they, you know, chose to have camp people come instead of like their real high school friends. Yeah.
0: It's like an either or. Yeah. It's, <laughs> exactly. It's yeah, you cannot,
1: mix. you yeah. cannot mix. So, no. or like a bonfire, <laughs> like that was really big back in the day. So I think we were really good, like October timeframe, like, Oh, miss yep. everybody. School started. Let's get together. And then
0: it fell off real fast. Yeah. That's um, really cool though. Oh, yeah. that makes me like really happy. I hope they're still doing that. Like holding on to camp, like with your claws in the fall, just like,
1: exactly. Just yeah. And it get- would just be like, your kind of age group. And it very much was like a CIT early assistant thing, but it was, it was nice to
0: have. Oh, I think that's awesome. So, so as you get to your first orientation and you're looking around realizing you don't know anyone, um, (laughs) (laughs) how quickly did it take for you just to be like, it doesn't matter. I'm here. Like, I'm excited to see sessions one and two.
1: Yeah, I honestly, it probably took me like the whole six weeks, I was always more than happy that if somebody asked me to do something, I would do it. But I was never volunteering, I was never putting myself up first. It was more just like, how can I help? Like, I want to be the most helpful. It Yeah, it really wasn't until I probably was assistant age that I finally was like, all right, you have a place here, like, you know what you're doing, you can be out of the box and be the oddball. And that's always been the great thing about FCDC is it allowed me to kind of break out of my shell a little bit, where other aspects of my life outside of camp, I was just, I felt like I was in a box and you don't have to be in a box at camp,
0: which is great. In fact, yeah, it's encouraged not to be. Exactly. So so because you were, um, because you were only a third, not only, because you became just the third session, was there anything your first year, perhaps that you were like, oh, wow, didn't know this was a thing. I mean like so much I want to say
1: so the first week there's like camp always loves to play pranks on new people and Mm -hmm. I hope they still do but I wouldn't be surprised if it's not a thing anymore (laughs) but so there's a prank that gets played on a, a new counselor and the whole camp is in on it except the new counselor well I might as well have been a new counselor because I'd never experienced a session one before and Tom had told me like hey you're gonna be in this later and I was like okay didn't know what it was. He was just like, there's a competition later and you're gonna be in it. Like, all right, you're you're the CIT representative. So there was a CIT and assistant in a head. And you know, the camp is literally around the big tree, like the music's gone, everyone's getting excited. And someone's like, Oh, this is this competition. And I was like, Oh, how do you know that? And I don't remember the conversation verbatim, but they basically were like, Oh, it's a prank on the new person. And I was like, It is? And they told me what it was. And I was like, thank God you said something because I would have participated. Yeah. Like full blown participation. <laughs> and <that laughs> obviously would have ruined it because they'd be like, no, this isn't how it works. Right. Yeah. So, that or like Herbie. I don't know if Herbie's still a thing, but like, you know, all the CITs get together and I was like, what are you guys talking about? Like, I don't, I have no idea. Um. So those two are two that stick out to me and I'm sure there's countless others, all the competitions, like, right. Yeah.
0: Know,
1: like the boat race. I feel like that's a session one or two thing. Um, a lot of the like synchronized swim and karaoke, like those happen earlier. Um, yeah, it was very, and that was probably why I was so hesitant to really like jump in feet first at the beginning. Cause I was just like experiencing everything for the first time.
0: Yeah. It's kind of the weird, like Like I've been here for several years, but I'm the only one who doesn't know what's happening. It's like a weird spot to be in. Yeah, it is. So it's like,
1: I, I thought I knew everything. And then you're like, oh, you very much don't. So I obviously knew like, these are all the, you know, activities we have, and this is how the day goes. And like, this is what cookouts look like. But like, in terms of what the entire summer looks like, I had no idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So where did you, so where did you end up as a, how many years were you ahead? I was ahead this, for three years three, where, and I was what, archery all three
1: years. Oh, not, Ooh, did you get certified? I did get certified. Nice. How was that? So I was excited to tell you this story because I don't know if they still do. I assume they do, but everyone does that like overnight certification at this random camp in Connecticut, mm-hmm. except me. <laughs> so <laughs> I got out of it because um, this certification camp runs like two different weekends back to back. So let's just say it's the first weekend in June and the second weekend in June. Well, I had a family vacation that was going like we were flying out Saturday and coming home yep. Saturday. Yeah. And I remember telling Tom, I was like, hey, I have this conflict. And clearly that had never been a thing before. Right. So he was like, well, can you change your flight? And I was like 18 years old. I'm like, No, I don't think Um, so. Yeah. (laughs) So I think I was in jeopardy of, I mean, obviously you need to be certified. So I think it was kind of in jeopardy of like, am I going to have a job? Like, are they going to have to find somebody else? So thankfully I found a place in Foxborough that did a day long 12 hour certification course. And I think they did it like a few times a year and they're happening one before. I mean, like the stars aligned. So oh I, God. I never had to go to the camp, but it's always so funny hearing like Scott or Jack, like former counselors before me tell these yeah. stories. I'm just like, I never had to go. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> That's so. so
0: funny. Wait, yeah. did you find it or did Tom? I found it? it.
1: I think, I think that was the only way. Cause I, I very much was like, <laughs> Oh my God, what am I going to do? And me like trying to solve every problem. I was like, right. I, like, I think I posted, again, going back to social media, I think I posted on Facebook being like, does anybody know where I can get certified in archery? And, like, camp people are like, what are you what? doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, Someone's like, I'm pretty sure Gail does that for you. And I was like, no, no, no. Nope. It's not <laughs> happening this year. Um, And probably if I didn't find that, I probably would have, like, flown out separately than my family.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like looking back, it's like, yeah, well actually I would have changed my flight. I time. I yeah. probably
1: could have, but at the time I was like, oh my God, I'm in a rock and a hard place. But yep. it worked out.
0: <laughs> well it feels that way, right? I mean, You're like, I this is I the one thing a year I don't want to miss. And it, yeah. That's really funny. Wow. Mm-hmm. So um how did you like Archery? It's funny at
1: first like when Tom was like, he said, he called me to tell me I was going to be ahead. And he said, I was fully expecting arts and crafts because Julia Warren was arts and crafts counselor before. Mm-hmm. And I knew she wasn't coming back. So I was like, oh,
0: okay.
1: it's me. Like people right. already think we're twins. Right, yeah. And He was like, <laughs> I have archery or wood lore. And I was like, Ooh, this is not how I thought the conversation would go. And I remember being like, well, I do not want to be in the woods all summer. Right. Yeah. I was like I guess I'll do archery and at first I was kind of bummed out about it more just it wasn't like I'm a very crafty person I very much yeah. thought I was what did you give out um
0: for bullseyes
1: so I um was very strict and if you got it, <laughs> if you got it in the, so there's the middle is yellow, but there's like two circles. Sure. So I was like, well, there's an inner bullseye and an outer bullseye. So if you got an outer bullseye, I had like those two packs of Starbursts that I bought mm-hmm. and you would get one of those. And if you got an inner bullseye, um, at that time we had moved on from arrowheads. We had the arrowhead necklaces. Okay. Um, so that's what I gave out, but there was still some arrowheads left over. Mm-hmm. So there were the six week campers who like would get a second bullseye in the in the summer. So then they would. I had a running list of all the kids who got bullseyes from each tribe, um, and if they got a second one, then they got the arrowhead. And nice. I think only once or twice I had a kid get a third, and that's when I was like, I don't know what to do. Yep. <laughs> I think I might have been like, Hey Tom, can I have a feather? Like I. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 I was like I uh, you're
1: getting a repeat arrowhead of some sort.
0: Wow. Oh, I liked it. Well, that, like that's planning right there. That, that, that's some yeah, effort. That's planning.
1: The so balloons never worked.
0: Yeah. Um, we'd
1: always try to like put a push pin in and the push pin would fall out or like oh, geez. the arrow would go and the, like the wind from the arrow would like cause the balloon to fly away from the arrow. So the kid would be like, it should have popped it. And I'm like, I it's physics. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and just the amount of time it took to like blow up balloons. We tried tape. So the balloon, it was, it was a mess. Um, so yeah, we just stuck to the basics.
0: Was when you were there, was it, was it still the blue whale or was it the white? Uh, it was, it was the
1: white. So my, definitely my first year it, and it was still, we put the targets on the hay. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we had a tick problem where there was ticks in the hay. And I think it took me a minute to figure out that, like, they were in the hay, you know, you go in the woods for tribe time or right. a cookout or whatever, but I kept finding deer ticks on me oh, and geez. I couldn't figure out why. And then yeah. I was like, I think they're in the hay because days that I didn't have to go digging for arrows, like we might not have had junior camp. It's always when you have the little ones that you're digging for lost
0: arrows. Sure. <laughs> and it was
1: the days where I wasn't going in the hay that I was like, I'm not getting any ticks. So told Gail, as soon as I found out and the next summer, hay was gone. And now they're like, rollout targets,
0: which is so much better. Whoa. Okay. That's, yeah. that's, you just solved a mystery. I did. It, it well, it, it is funny because it changes when you like get over that, the little hill and you don't see the blue whale. It, it is a little jarring just to be like, yeah. oh, oh, something has changed. Yeah. So you.
1: <laughs> it was,
0: I feel like there's a lot of things that like unintentionally were because of me,
1: um, <laughs> right. but, or like, I might've brought up and was like, this needs to change. Um, but yeah, so there was like a tick infest- infestation mm-hmm. and um, and honestly the hay was a pain anyways. Like you'd lose arrows. We'd have to, every time it rained, we'd have to cover it up. Um, right. Sometimes the like targets would get sopping wet. So you'd have to pull out a new one. So then Gail bought um, these rollaway targets. So at the end of the day, we just rolled them into the shed and we rolled them out in the morning and there was like zero setup. It was great.
0: That's great. It, it, it's that's funny. I've definitely been to camp like recently, and I'm still picturing the targets on the hay. Yeah. Like, that, now I'm now I'm gonna have to double check. Um, oh, that's that's very cool. Um, wow. it, it was a little more official. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> I always had rock star assistants though. Like as a head counselor, I mm-hmm. Tom was very nice to me and he always gave me a great assistant. I yeah. I I mean, especially like CITs too, it's their first time. Like you don't always get great CITs and they don't come back as assistants. Right. <laughs> um, but I always had rock star assistants who, you know, made my job not a job. Not that camp is ever a job, but right. sometimes, you know, as a head, you do have to like do more work depending on who your assistant is. And I, you know, um, I had, I think I had both AJ and Andrew Friday. Oh, Um, yeah, I had James Mullaney. I had, I had a lot of guys. Um, I, I would, I had a decent amount. They were all great. And then as an assistant, I don't think there was any activity I didn't do. I never had woodworking. Mm -hmm. Um, which is which is interesting um did I ever have theater either I might not have ever had theater those ones like I don't have like specific memories of like working at that
0: yeah
1: other than just kind of like going if you're like walking a tribe around or something yeah um but I pretty much like did the whole gambit but I always loved like boating boating was always fun to like be the counselor of because I'm like yeah I can take the kids out in the boat all day long that's great um the best. didn't love doing games because I didn't always want to participate uh, <laughs> Nice,
0: nice. Um,
1: but yeah some great ones ceramics was always fun um yeah did junior camp a lot I actually enjoyed doing junior camp um because you kind
0: of got to like visit all the activities and participate a little bit yeah. um yeah that's I- what that's the, that's the new perspective I've gained on junior camp. Everyone being like, no, here's why it's great. You get to yeah. do camp. Like, it's pretty good.
1: Exactly. <laughs> um, and I mean like those kids are just so everything is so magical to them. Um, yeah. And, it, and it's fun that it, it, you have different experiences, you know, even just like ru- them running around the jungle gym and like, you know, watching yeah. them go down the slide or like pushing them on the tire swing, things like that. Um, you know, just making sure that their camp experience is the absolute best.
0: Yeah. Well, I still have my kids have their gems that they, you know. Oh yeah. And they and like here we are, whatever, ten months later, and they're like, yeah, still got it, I know where it is. So, yeah, you know, those they the the things that happen at camp matter from a very early age. Like even For the sure. little kids understand. Yeah. You also come from a long line of um, social directors too.
1: I I don't know what possessed me to do it other than I thought it was fun.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I don't remember who would have done it before me but they left and Tom was looking for new social directors and I think I was at the time I was probably like a second or third year assistant. Yeah. Um and Julia at the time was like I think I want to do it. Do you want to do it with me so we were co social directors. Nice. Um which like is a lot of pressure to put on a 15, 16 year old. I had no business. Like I couldn't even drive yet. Right. And I'm <laughs> planning these things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely fun. You learn very quickly um, that it's a lot of work and some things are just not worth it. Like I learned after a year or two that going out to restaurants with 35 people is yeah. the worst thing you can do.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: So we started thinking of things where pay in advance. And then, um, like we did ice skating one year, um, we would do bowling and like, we go to like pins or something. So that way it was like, we're just going to rent out six lanes type yeah. of deal and just do those things. And honestly, I think people enjoyed it more. It obviously took a little bit more planning, but, um, it saved me the headache of being like, guys, we need 10 more dollars for tip. And like, yep, yeah. you didn't pay enough, um. Yeah. That that aspect was the bane of my existence. And then obviously planning the end of the year party was fun. Yeah. Um, and figuring that out.
0: They are definitely good lessons to learn. Um, because at that point, I'm assuming you guys were still doing something like once a week, right? We were, yeah. yeah. So like
1: TCs was always a week three thing. When I was doing it, we had stopped going to whatever that buffet was, Imperial Buffet. Oh, Imperial Buffet, yeah. (laughs) So like that was no longer a thing. I think we still kept around Eagle Brook because that felt like a tradition. And at least we were in like a separate room and I felt like we weren't um, bothering other patrons.
0: (laughs) Yeah, social directors, unsung heroes. Like it's funny because like you're as, as a kid working at camp, which we all are, you just assume that that end of the year party just like makes itself happen. (laughs) Occurs. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) no, no, there there are two people like probably stressing over a lot of things. Was it, Was it It was you and Julia one year, was it, did you have other partners or was it just you? I did.
1: Alana Vertulo and I did it one year. (laughs) Julia and I did it a couple of years and I probably had another, but I like distinctly, one year I think I might've just did it by myself, which is absurd.
0: Amazing. Um,
1: But we also were kind of in that time period where we were not allowed to go to the Elks club for the end of the year party. There was a couple of years where we were like, it just got a little out of hand Mm -hmm. and we needed to pause the Elks. So that was another challenge of like, what do we do? So yeah, that, that was interesting. One year we went to Pins. another year we went to a different facility, but like, did it didn't have a bar, like there was no food or drinks or anything like that. Um, yeah. and we kind of just like played games, and it was it was a little interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. not as fun as the Elks. Yeah, I mean, what is really <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I mean, somehow it, that? We,
1: yeah. Even going to the, I went to the fiftieth reunion last year, and just walking in that building, I was like, this is giving me ultimate flashbacks. It hasn't changed.
0: It, it was. I I've said it. I think I've said it on the pod too. That was weird being back in that space, like at that time of year, I was like, whoa, I have not done this in a long, long time. A long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it was great. And then it was like, I was like, oh no, I've like, I've been to this exact party so many times and I love it. <laughs> I was so happy to be there. It
1: was it was an easy transition, but like from the door, like the front door to like the entryway to the room was very like, oh, okay. And then I got <laughs> in that room and I was like, all right, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> what did you uh
0: what did you think of the reunion
1: I thought it was a lot of fun I was pleasantly surprised at like how many different eras there were yeah um and it was a good group of people I mean there was people that I haven't talked to in a really long time that was the one kind of big I mean there's a lot of bummers about COVID but a lot of people I feel like have lost contact with each other because it was really like three years where nobody was seeing each other yeah um So that was nice to kind of get that time back and, you know, see people that I'm like, I haven't seen you in five or six years. How are you? Right. Um,
0: Yeah. 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 That I, I thought it was, I I agree. It was like um, a huge mix of people and it was, it was fun. It was fun. I had a really good time. Um, The
1: weirdest thing for me was seeing you know the current because obviously the current staff was there and mm-hmm. some of them i had no idea who they were but someone would come up to me and be like do you remember me i was a camper and I, was, I was like and you're a head counselor now like Yo. that that was mind-boggling to me but then i was like well you have been out of camp for like nine or ten years at this point so that's they, what time does but yeah, they keep growing wild
0: who who were some of those uh who were some of those kids
1: um so i had all the Pansiaco kids as campers um through various whether i was like an assistant or i think i i definitely had elizabeth when i was ahead so what
0: what tribe what tribe did you have
1: i it changed every year so i had the chippewas one year i don't know why they like never kept me i think the comanches my first year then i had the chippewas because yes i was like am am i gonna get uh, i thought i was gonna get the same kids but it was like whatever The, the reverse is
0: yeah yeah um
1: and then I got jumped up to the Mohicans. Tom was like, I thought it would be fun if you had an older tribe, but I was like, I don't know what to do with these kids. Right. Like, and that was kind of fun. I knew that was going to be my last year that like, um, was my last year of school. And I was like, I'm going to need a real job next year. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. Cause those kids were just so chill. And I'd be like, what do you guys want to do today? And sometimes they were totally cool, entertaining themselves. We'd go for like, walks in the woods I didn't have to like necessarily plan stuff with them we're obviously with the Comanches it was very like we need to play this game for this amount of time um but yeah I it it was kind of it was a nice break because even like growing up like I I mean I taught dance for a long time like that was my first job out of college so I'd always worked with younger kids so it was kind of nice to work with these like 10 11 year olds and we were just vibe
0: yeah no it's true it it's it's funny you you think of them now and you're like oh you're 11 but in camp you're like oh these kids are so old it's so easy right. <laughs> it's a, literally I mean, just vibing like yeah yeah that's yeah that that is a nice break um so you wow good for you knowing that it was gonna be your last year and following through I
1: I I, had I, to I, go. <laughs> I definitely walked into that and I I wasn't ruling it out but I approached it like this is probably the end because. At this time next year, I would have graduated college. And it was one of those things that I was like, if I know it's good for me, I should like actually get a job right out of college instead of waiting a summer. Do it one more.
0: Yeah, yeah. One more.
1: have been my last year at camp. So I forget what age that going into seventh grade, maybe. Yeah, I think so. So I've been a camper for two years. My sister was a grade younger than me and um so i was i was a micmac a Choctaw, and then i was a mohican i was never an explorer okay so going yeah. into my explorer year there's obviously at that time there was only one tribe for the oldest kids and i think like as kids got older they got less interested in camp and kind yeah. of phased out yeah um that's clearly not the case anymore cuz now yeah. we have two older tribes yep um or they're not tribes anymore but groups groups true um So my mom went to sign us up and there was a spot for my sister, but the Explorers was full. And again, I was only a third session camper. So like, these are kids that are going the full six
0: weeks. Right. Sure.
1: And so I think my mom was like, is there anything you can do? And Gail felt bad. So she was like, well, I don't want your younger daughter to go and your older daughter not to be able to. And we're only a year apart. So she was like, well, let me think of something and I'll call you back. So Either later that day or the following day, she calls my mom and she's like, what if I make an all-girl group of multiple ages? Would your older daughter be okay with that? And I was like, yeah, I don't care. Like, they're a grade below me.
0: Get me Um, in. Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. So um, it was me and my, like, two or three friends from school. And literally everybody else was my sister's age. It was, like, Kat Nutting and Jen Friday and Alana. Like, it was that group. Yeah. Um, And then a few randos okay that- me <laughs> <laughs> um so I mean I'm forever thankful for that because obviously had she not done that I wouldn't have had another eight years of camp experience like it just wouldn't have been an option
0: oh and what you didn't know at the time was the fact that Gail did that for you you didn't even have to worry about your CIT application like looking back honestly you know what I That's mean true. like she was probably like, um everyone tells me this is a great camper we want to have her back and they literally made a a tribe just for you I mean it (laughs) genuinely
1: was let's say it was a tribe of 12 there would have been nine sixth graders and three seventh graders in it and it was (laughs) me and my two friends yeah um so that that was fun but I always heard stories like as I got older they were like oh that all girl tribe and I'm
0: like, like um who made that yeah I mean, no, that's yeah. not so, cause that, so that, those guys, Kat and Jen and Alana and those guys, those were my, my first Navajos. And that, that tribe was awesome. Like it was like head to, head to tail, like amazing. And so they, they, you were in good hands. That's great. I,
1: yeah. So, I mean, it, it was a fun time, but I just remember, I don't know, I was always at camper that like, Kyle was talking about it in his podcast where he was like, oh, I didn't necessarily go like full throttle into camp mode. I kind of had to get some sense knocked into me. And not that I wasn't full throttle, but I just don't think I was the average camper that like got super excited about everything. Like I was the one who coming from the pool changed out of my bathing suit. And I remember Kyle was an assistant and he was like, why do you like, it takes you so long to get out of the pool. Why? I'm like, cause I don't want to be in a wet bathing suit all day. Right. Like." (laughs) So I was at, or like, I would be brushing my hair, like walking down the hill,
0: yeah.
1: um, which could fly because we didn't have a bunch of boys being like, oh, come on, let's go. You're like holding us up. It was just a bunch of girls. So we took our time,
0: yeah, um, you know,
1: making sure our hair was brushed out coming out of the pool before we went to adventure. Um, awesome. So I think that's what it was. We were kind of known for like always being late after the bell or just like being mildly high maintenance. Um, <laughs>
0: That's right. <laughs> so, so you mentioned you had uh, like a dance background. Were you then like psyched about like skits and stuff? Were you like choreographing stuff?
1: No, I very much um, f- flew my like performance background under the radar. People really? who really knew me knew I did that, but yeah. I was like, I don't want this to get out because I don't want to do this at camp. Whoa. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. So that's where I always like, I never... I kind of like fell under the radar a little bit. I was always like apt to give it my all, but I not quite that much. Um, (laughs) So I think the only time I ever had to do a performance was Tom knew I was a dancer. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Ashley, this year's the year you got to do it. He'd say that every year. and Finally, he's like, you got to do it. Um, And I think and I think ultimately what made him kind of force me to do it, encourage me to mm-hmm. do it, was um, there was another girl who was also a dancer who had become a counselor. So he was like, You two got to do it together. And I was like, All right, well, I can't get out of this one. Right. Yeah. So I ended up, we um, choreographed like a really goofy dance to like something from the Nutcracker. Um, just. I was like, this is going to be purely entertaining. Like, I'm not going to try to make it look good. Um, So me and the other counselor kind of did a little serious part at the beginning. And then I had two boy counselors. I think it was Sam Wilpart and James Mullaney, like jump out of the theater when like the music starts to get exciting and like had them just improv um right. and it was it was hysterical and it was perfect for camp but I was like all right
0: check yeah I get it yeah I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the dancing I have that's all the dancing I have to do but that's like though I mean when you say you like kind of like kept a little in the tank like a little close to the vest like I don't know it's like Tom kind of knows that right he's like it's okay because we need that piece at camp like, it's okay not to be like going 100 miles an hour. We need somebody to send the rest to reality. Honestly,
1: you can't you can't have every counselor be giving 150%. Right. And not that like I'm not giving 150%, but
0: you in need the same the people, way. Right.
1: Yeah, you yeah. need the people who are going to be the center of attention all the time, but you need the people who are in the background setting up the competitions or like that was always me. So yeah. I wasn't necessarily in the limelight, but I, I feel like I set up once I was ahead I feel like I set up every competition at that point he'd pull me out of archery and be like Ash I need you from like up the hill yeah yeah so that that very much was my role or like I don't know something happened to a kid I was the first one to kind of like pull him aside and be like no no it's okay so yeah um, that was kind of where I shone.
0: yeah a little more than
1: like getting up at sing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I know it, it, that it, it is really interesting. Cause I was definitely thinking, I was like, Oh, if she's a dancer. She must've been up doing the skits and up at saying stuff, but you're like, no, no, I'm just going to be the responsible adult in the room. We need one. <laughs> There's gotta be one. Yeah. <laughs> so you had, as your counselors, you had Katie as a Micmac, who were your Choctaw and Mohican counselors?
1: Scott, how was Choctaw? Awesome. And Mohican was Courtney.
0: Oh my gosh. Woo. That's amazing. Yeah. What a I really run. had
1: some all-star counselors. Yeah. And then the funny thing was, I, this couldn't have been planned, but it feels like it was my first assignment as a first year CIT was ceramics with Courtney. And I was yeah. like, right back where I started.
0: Yeah. Could have been planned. could have been. Was planned. It's it. Well, you know what? Don't, don't feel like silly for questioning it. I, I got placed with like my favorite counselor of all time, you know, like as my first CIT and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so lucky! What a coincidence!" And only recently I was like, "Wait a second, <laughs> <Hold on laughs> that a second. really
1: wasn't a coincidence."
0: Yeah, exactly. But it's kind of like you—you're familiar with you're familiar with Courtney, and they like want to set you up right. for success, right? <laughs> like, exactly. Like, yeah. And
1: honestly, it was a good thing because I knew her fairly well because she was my head counselor before then, so I felt like I could. She probably was the one who told me, like, "No bananas is like." don't do it. Um, I I probably was her, but she was the one I felt like I could confide in without feeling embarrassed by being like, I don't actually know what's going on. Where like some people be like, what? You don't know what's going on. What do you mean? Didn't you grow up here? I'm like, no, I didn't. Um, so, so that was really beneficial for me. Do you you have any John
0: Pansiaco stories? Did you, you must've worked, you worked with him. I definitely did. Um, there
1: was one year I was an assistant and he made me do, which he always made any girl assistant he had do the grocery shopping for cookout. Um, (laughs) and
0: that was apparently started when he was like in high school, like Kelly would do his stuff for him. And so it's a tradition. um, Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, that's good to know. So I must've been like 15 I think it was a first-year assistant so I could not drive and I like came home and I'm like hey mom um I have to do the cookout shopping so like my mother trying to be the best mom she is is like all right well you have to buy all this food for you know 15 people counselors included we're going to BJ's and (laughs) (laughs) so I had no idea what a budget like what my budget was I bought way too much food way too much food so I remember coming back and I think I was like John I spent $40 and he was like what which is like basically the entire cookout budget I think somebody else was doing the dessert I was literally just getting whatever the entree was let's say it was like chicken fingers right and I probably bought like seven bags of chicken fingers from BJ's because I just didn't know any better (laughs) um so that's not like specifically a John Pansiaco story it was more just me very quickly understanding the ins and outs of cookout shopping yep. from John Penziaco. um <laughs> that's funny but yeah I mean I just remember like he made everything so it could be it could be the dumbest thing in the world and he he just made it like so interesting right. um and he was just a great guy to talk to I always really loved being his assistant or even just like being around him as a head you know he'd be like hey Ashley like how are you and it it wasn't just so like, I'm doing small talk because we're, like, in each other's vicinities. Like, he actually wanted to know what was going on in my life, what I was doing, um, which I think when, you know, you're in your teens and early 20s is always really appreciated to be, like, here's this actual adult
0: right. who, yeah. like,
1: yeah. cares about what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah, just an all-around great guy, the absolute epitome of camp. Well, and his time at camp was just so like spans such a long period right. of time that like everybody has a story. So I wish I had like one other than like my lame cookout story. I wish <laughs> I had like one story that I could like pinpoint. But I think that's almost what makes it even better is like he just always was awesome. So yeah. I like can't differentiate between the awesomeness.
0: Yeah, I I think that is really well said because I'm in the same boat. Uh, like pick one. I'm like, oh, it's just the way, it's the way he talked to you. The way you you felt talking to him, uh, like what he brought to every situation, just like it's just everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. it was
1: a it was a constant. I think camp always felt like a home to me in the sense that I mentioned it before. I could just be one hundred percent my authentic self. Where like being a dancer and being a performer, you're always trying to meet somebody else's standard, and like there are no standards at camp. It was just like right. whatever you want is good enough. It's it's actually better. Um, so I think that was something that really, I needed growing up and I needed in those like formative years, even in high school and stuff where you're so impressionable. Um, it was nice to be able to be like, I can be myself, whoever I want to be. No one's going to care. Um, and I've just never in my life experienced such a like close knit community where you really have people from different walks of life, but it does not matter you truly, it's like a time machine. Anytime something gets brought up, you're like instantly sucked back, yeah. but it's, it's enjoyable. It's not like someone brings up something like, I don't know, from high school and you're like, Oh God, are we really going to talk about that? Like, are we really going back there? But you know, with camp people, it's like, Oh yeah, I remember that. And you get so excited. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just the Kool-Aid.
0: I don't know what it is, but. You know, even just getting a, um, a little taste of it, like Listening to someone talk about their experience at camp, and then if you if you were there for those years, people are just happy to hear about it. Just talk about it because you can, you can kind of relive that. To your point, those like those six weeks where it's like, it just doesn't matter. Like we're we're all it in it, it together. Yeah, um, and
1: everybody could bring something different to the table, and that's what made it better. Um, yeah. And it was kind of it was. I mean, every day was something different, even though like yes, at its core, like camp is, you know, the same, it's the same activities and, but every day was better. We were always trying to be better. What can we do differently? And, um, everyone's so innovative and creative and just excited. Um, it's hard to replicate in real life.
0: Yeah, I know. It's such a bummer that it is, but because like, if you could bottle it and just take it with you, oh boy, what a, what a world we'd be living in. Right. I know. So you've been, you've been out for 10 years and you still have, you know, three really good camp friends. I think that that's, that is a testament to, to your time there too, right? That you can. For sure. Kinda... And there's
1: definitely, there's definitely others that, you know, stay friendly with, but those, yeah. those are my people. Like when people yeah. are like, oh, do you have any childhood friends? Like, I think they mean that like your neighbor or somebody you went to school with. I'm like, oh no, I have my camp friends.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: So that's, that's always, you know, they'll be we' do or die. Um, there's been weddings and, Houses bought and you know everything in between. It's it's you know very um like fairy tale that we kind of like are going through all these life changes together. Yeah. Um, And it started at FCDC. <laughs> there was one time, and this is kind of like the epitome of like what your um like legacy at campus, So mm-hmm. it was a couple of years after I stopped working at camp, I want to say like four years later. Mm-hmm. And I was at the 45 in Medway with my mom, just eating lunch. And our waitress towards the end of it was like, you look really familiar. And she didn't necessarily look familiar to me. And she goes, did you ever work at FCDC? And I was like, yeah, I did. And she was like, Archery, I remember you. And like <gasps> her face instantly lit up. Yeah. And, um, So she's like, oh my God, archery, I remember you. I was a camper. And I don't think she was a camper of mine per se, like in my tribe, but she was just a FCDC camper while, you know, I was a head counselor. Mm -hmm. And I think even in that moment, my mom was like, oh, like people, like you really make an impact on people. And it was cute. Um, Tom used to call me, I don't know why, he used to call me the queen of archery and he'd be like, queen. And I by no means was the queen of archery. Like I could barely hit the target myself. Sure. Um, I could teach, I could not do. Sure. Um, but I when I got my food to go, she wrote queen of archery on my uh box instead of my name. That was
0: really cute. That's awesome. And that like yeah, you just personified it. Like that's it. And like you probably made her day. Like yeah. just, like I can't believe I can't believe I'm seeing my counselors. Like out And she was wild.
1: probably like 18 maybe. Like she Maybe even a little younger than that. So I guess like it had been, it had been a while for, you know, if she's like working at a restaurant as a server, right. she's obviously, you know, in high school, not a camper for a long time. And I'm like, yeah. okay, the fact that you're going back like five, six, seven years. Um, so that was really cool.